We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. to inform and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com. Them 
that turned battle at the gate. So there will be judgment going on on the earth if you read those chapters in Isaiah. And there will be warriors on the earth continually turning the battle at the gate until Jesus comes. November 11, 1918. We might turn that around and say November 11, 1981. But 1918, uh, with the end, or I guess November 11th, I said, well, I meant to say it's 2018. With the end of World War One, Woodrow Wilson made this proclamation on November 11, 1919. I'm going to read it to you, just three paragraphs. Our president is in France, and he's speaking the 400th year anniversary, and he's in a battle. God raised up a warring president because we are in a battle. You've got to have a warrior when you go to battle. The battle, of course, is over trade and tariffs and um, wars and all these things that nations continually fight over. And as far as the word of God says, it will continue. This is what Woodrow Wilson wrote in 1919. <clears throat> a year ago today, our enemies laid down their arms in accordance with an armistice which rendered them impotent to renew hostilities and gave to the world an assured opportunity to reconstruct its shattered order and to work out in peace a new and just set of their national relations. The soldiers and people of European allies had fought and endured for more than four years. Am I doing that? Um, it is yours. Uh -huh. Let me move it, okay? Here at my side, maybe that's it. No. Let's see. The soldiers and people of the European allies had fought and endured for more than four years. Better go with the mic, I guess. Or you want to take a look at it, Henry? Or? Yes, ma'am, we want to take a look. Give you this one to me. Huh? You're not moving. You're hardly moving at all. Right. Use this one to me. Okay. I mean, this is still Woodrow Wilson's uh, speech in uh, 
we're beginning to call in our debt. Amen. And it's time. It is time. A hundred years later, today, November 11, 2018, the nations meet in France to commemorate the great victory for the peace of the world. World War I was one of the largest wars in history and is known as the war to end all wars, except it didn't. Yet, as Jesus prophesied, there continues to be wars and rumors of wars. Matthew 24, 6. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So Jesus said they must come to pass. But the church has a place in all of these wars. And so the wars have continued on the earth. On August the 13th, 2000, the Lord gave me a prophetic word under the title, Turn the Battle at the Gate, using that scripture. I preached the message a second time on September the 20th, 2008, applying it to that time. During both of those times, our nation was in the midst of many storms and battles which have continued without ceasing. But you will notice that in the last two years, we are not having as many Muslim terrorist threats and attacks on our soul. Have you noticed it? Mm -hmm. Now, lawlessness continues to be there, and it continues to try to manifest. But our, our Justice Department is going after the lawlessness. But it is still manifesting in these mobs, the Antifa, the attacks that they have uh, on uh, those who they disagree with. But may we be encouraged at the promise of the victory made for us by the Lord as we stand in the day of battle. Isaiah 26.2, open the gates that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. Amen. Now our nation, our, our political leaders, our government leaders have made terrible, terrible sins before the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and abortion is one of them and same-sex marriage is another and, and we can go on down the line of those things that are, are, are sins that are over our nation. Blood sins that are over our nation. But in our nation is a righteous residue. And for this righteous residue, and they, and that it, who is being strengthened to turn the battle at the gate, the Lord is going to strengthen you, and this church is one of them. Yes. There are many across the world, but this church, I can promise you, is one, or one is part of that residue. Because the ones that I'm looking at in this room, I have watched you. I have watched you come under battle, attack at the church, corporate church body. I have watched you walk through the trials of life and the tribulations of life. I have watched you under attack and you haven't backed up. You haven't slacked up and you haven't run away. Amen. So it's been a training one of the things that Brother Kerry McMahon said, and he said a many good things, yeah. was every time he got a call of God into a certain ministry, there was 10 years of preparation. Mm -hmm. Now, God may put you in it, but it'll take you 10 years before you're actually doing it. Yeah. Remember one time God, when we were a little white church, God told me it would be 10 years before a, church, a new church would be established in a community. Hallelujah. <coughs> I went to a pastor's meeting this week. I'm not going to tell that story. No, we're not. We <laughs> started 10 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, 20 years ago. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. I want you to see this. 
But I don't think y'all know where you are in spirit. Where you've come to, JT. And the message in the year 2000, I look back on it and I was calling the nation to repentance. The message, that's what it was doing. It's calling the nation to repentance. I, I prophesied in the message that unless we resisted the political spirit, religion, Philistines, alliances with those who worship foreign gods, bigotry, abuse, traditions of men, jealousy, competition, ambition, greed, control, pride, sectarianism, pragmatism, false hope, false covenants, false prophets, prestige, treachery, and betrayal. Actually, all the sins of the world. The church would not have the strength to turn to that at the end. That unless the church repented of those things which were in the church, when these battles, which the Bible says that they were going to be before us, the church wasn't ready. And the church did not have the strength in the year 2000 to turn the battle at the gate. Quote from prophecy out of that. One of the battles before us as, as the greater glory of the Lord is released will be a confrontation with the political spirit. That was from my notes in 2000. Do not think that Satan is just going to lie down and let it happen. This spirit is exemplified in scripture by Darius, Absalom, I think I was, I might have been preaching to Daniel then, I don't know. Pilate, Herod, Herodias, the mother of Zebedee's children, and many others. And at this, this is it, an apostolic movement of grace will expose and lay an act at the historical root of the political spirit in the church and nations of the earth who are hostile to those people. Mm -hmm. I wrote that in 2000. Now, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be the case. But an apostolic movement of grace the apostolic movement was just in baby stages back in 2000. Now, I don't know, people were going around calling themselves Apollo, I think. Mm -hmm. but, but, but God, I'm talking about God moving in grace on apostles that he had placed. Because he told me back before 2015, I, I read across one of these notes. In 2015, he says, I choose my leaders by placing my grace on them. Okay, so he has set in place a president who's willing to go to um, France and be insulted and not do nice talk. But God put his grace on that man. As a, as a warrior. Yes. Okay, God is going to put a warrior grace on the apostolic movement. Amen. There will be a grace. Okay, we don't have to. Yeah, we have to cooperate with God and we have to work with God and we have to do what God is calling us to do. But it's going to be His grace that, that enables us to do it. Yes. Not what we have in our flesh. Amen. It will be an extra portion of God's grace going forward. I am absolutely convinced last night as I put this together and I look back at my notes from 2000, my notes from 2008, and where this church is today and what a way I saw the church go to battle in this election and continues to go to battle, the remnant is stronger, battle-ready. Militant and prepared to go to battle 
against the evil forces over our nation yes. and the nations of the world. Amen. But the word of God says there'll be a residue of God's people. A remnant. I could not say that in the year 2000, nor could I say it in the year 2008. I was still pulling and pushing the church. Pulling and pushing myself. When I preach, I'm not just pulling and pushing the church, I'm pulling and pushing myself into what God is calling the church into. Amen. I believe, and I'm going to speak it and say it, the church has been made ready. Amen. I believe it. The church has been made ready. We were about a bumbling football. <laughs> Going around, uh, letting the devil walk all over us and steal everything from us. The devil was stealing your churches, making you not uh, talk so nice and sweet to the devil. And you were being so nice to the devil that you never kicked him out of your churches. Mm. <laughs> Y'all keeping up with you now. Last night she was on there, and I'm looking for me a church, she says, that's not seeker friendly. She says, I want me a church that's ready to go to battle. I want a church that's ready to fight. <laughs> she says, she's in Washington, D.C. I don't know what she found today, but someone told her to go out and start preaching. That's kind of what you had to do. She's got a microphone, now she's got a little table. Y'all see her little table coming here? <laughs> She's got a little table. She's got a well, these uh, megaphones. Megaphones, yeah. And she's got a camera. Mm-hmm. And a press pass. She got a press. Jackie picture of this morning. She's inside that gate. She has passed the gate, and she was standing right there by the front porch of the White House. Did y'all see that? Yes. Thank you. And she has nothing. Thank you. Hey, Jackie. Let's call it collusion. 
and it's in a place called the end of heaven. And she says, very few people get to go there, even when they go to heaven. And that um, we know from this scripture that Isaiah went there because God showed it to him and we wouldn't know about it. Even the Lord is there and the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole land. We are surrounded by the host, heaven's armies, which are under the command of the Archangel Michael. I believe this church has been in preparation to be part of this host of armies. I believe this. Because I've seen what you've gone through. I've watched your faithfulness. I've watched you stand. I've watched you not give up. I've watched you keep on going. And this is what a warrior looks like. Some of you may have had to overcome complaining, but God, you're still you're, you're still here. You're still here. Huh? You're still here. <laughs> okay, the word for heavenly host in the Bible is stratia. It means troops of angels, an army, band of soldiers. In the New Testament, it's called the host of heaven. In the Old Testament, Nehemiah 9 6, you are well known the Lord. You have made heaven, the heaven of heaven with all their host. Where is the heaven of heavens? It's the third heaven. The second heaven is the realm of Pentecost and the realm of the gifts of the Spirit. The third heaven is the realm of the throne, the host of heaven, and the glory of God. The first heaven is the heaven of the, heaven of the stars. The earth and everything on it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve them all, the host of heaven worships you. Amen. First Kings 22:19. Then Micah, who was the Lord's prophet, who stood up against uh, Ahab's prophet, said, Hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by on his right hand and on his left. People, I have no problem believing that Cat Kerr was raptured in heaven. I too have been raptured in heaven. And God didn't take me to the end of heaven to see all those our angel armies. I didn't get to see that. But I have no problem believing that Cat Kerr was raptured into heaven. And that she was taken to the end of heaven to see those angel armies. Micah um, saw it. Isaiah saw it. Why wouldn't God take us, Jenny? Right? As y'all know, the Lord spoke to me several months ago that the Illuminati and the dragon have conspired to remove Donald J. Trump. We know the Illuminati is the strong man over the one world order. We saw that power and principality sit on its hands and, and let uh, the house go. To the, to the liberals. Okay, that's it. Paul Ryan didn't lift his hand, as far as I can say. Of course, Satan is the dragon, but the symbol and flag of China is also the dragon. Now, God did not make it clear to me that the dragon represents China, but I would say it's a very good chance. Okay. I got hurry here. In Isaiah 27 1, we see the punishment of Israel's enemies and the triumph of the kingdom. It is important to note these enemies are symbolized by Leviathan. They are described in triplet piercing serpent, crooked serpent, dragon, and his embassy. We can identify with the, with the dragon from the sea in the book of Revelation. The unholy trinity is to kill, steal, and destroy. I.e., the spirit of death, the thief, and the destroyer. The beast, the false prophet, and Satan, the dragon. 
Here we have the piercing serpent, crooked serpent, and dragon that is in the sea. The dragon from the sea gives the beast his power. The beast is believed to be metaphorical of unredeemed humanity. And that power, which I believe is part of the one world order. As I wrote in the introduction to this message, I believe we have witnessed the alliance of the political spirit, <coughs> the dragon, and the antichrist in the intense warfare surrounding our elections. What are they battling for? World power. The government of the United States is the strongest world power in the world. Satan wants to control that world power and also controls the money going into those nations. It's time for the facade of corrupt governing systems and religious hypocrisy of our days to be exposed. The pursuit of power and money is what drives people to lose their moral compass. The political spirit is the mastermind that forges alliances with the religious and Jezebel spirits to forward its own hidden agenda. This is political propaganda masquerading as a quest for the greater good. The false prophets of this principality are the prophets of Ahab. I posted on Facebook asking and I'm fishing for those to my Facebook friends out there to tell me what spirit they saw in Rod Rosenstein. It is a very powerful demonic principality. It's very hidden. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Kathy said she saw its face as sun and called it Ra, the Egyptian sun god, Ra. Uh, John Mark sent me a private message. <laughs> he says that it is Ahab because he's married to a Jezebel. Looked up her, her on Wikipedia. Uh, she's an attorney. She defended Hillary Clinton. She defended Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole list of them. Obama. She defended Obama. She worked for all of them. Uh, what, but when John Mark said that he had the spirit of Ahab, and this is probably true. But the spirit that is in him, what did you say it was, Bonnie? What spirit did you say? Do you recognize any? I have to look it up again, but it's one of the um, mystical, um, it is. very strong, very strong. Mystical, yeah. God has not shown me this spirit. It, it's much stronger than the Ahab spirit. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. It's much stronger than Ahab. Much more complicated than Ra. Yeah. Yes. It's it's the son of the um, their god. Yeah. Um, it's hidden. It's hiding. Mm -hmm. Now I want y'all to think about this. Okay, God, I, I, who I am. Okay, you may say, well, Carolyn, you're not preaching the word. Let me tell you. I go after powers and principalities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's who I am. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And I have been on this thing for a while, and I still don't have it, because it has not yet been revealed. Okay, let's think about it. He has the power to write a memo, fire James Comey, turn around and hire Mueller, to hamstring an attorney general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To hold a president captive, yes. um, to resist the Congress and not go in and even be uh, questioned by them, and to refuse to uh, release papers out of the Justice Department that has to do with anything that he has done since he's been in the Justice Department. <clears throat> What kind of spirit is that? 
under, under subpoena. Under subpoena. And he's still in there. Okay, back to, I'm hurrying. I'm just telling y'all what I'm doing. Okay. Um, did I say it is the hidden mastermind using the spirit of lawlessness? Of the spirit of Antichrist to spread terrorism and anarchy across the globe today. I'm talking about the political spirit. Mm -hmm. I'll start back at the top of that. The political spirit has been specifically assigned to block the establishment of the government of the kingdom of God on the earth by instituting false government and corrupt political practices. It is the spirit behind the positioning and strife we see in earthly governments and behind divisions in the church. Oh, do not doubt that political spirit gets in churches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't have any power on me. It tries to make it have, I just brush it off. It's a hidden mastermind using the spirit of lawlessness, of the spirit of antichrist to spread terrorism. Okay? People will go to people who they think have power over me and try to use them to get to me. <laughs> I, I have discernment. Isaiah 25 1 is a song of praise to God for the anticipated deliverance of his people. The principle of praise will equip us to stand in the day of battle. O oh Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For you have made of a city a heap, of a divine city a ruin, a palace of strangers to be no city. It shall never be built. Therefore shall the strong people glorify you. The city of the terrible nations shall fear you. I believe the host of heaven's armies have been released for this battle. God is appointing his officers and commissioning his troops. Last week, Kerry McMahon said that God had sent lieutenants in his army in this place. You are moving into an era of deployment, a season of fulfillment, of actually accomplishing the eternal purpose that God has obtained for your lives. Mm. That doesn't mean you leave these Amen. But God is going to deploy you. That means you're going to have your own assignments. It may even be, it be separate from what I'm doing, but you're doing them. In, cor in, in coronation with, you know, hopefully with the church and the leadership. Yeah. Our natural reasoning is almost always, I would say always, self-justifying, making excuses, or worse, self-promoting, and it leads to false governing systems. How much of that do we have operating in our churches? If I ever told you something you didn't want to do, you made an excuse. <laughs> Has a prophet ever told you something that you didn't want to do and you made excuses? Systems that are ultimately man-made and block the operation of the kingdom and government God in that sphere. This is what the political spirit uses to corrupt divine order. Now, I know there is a political spirit, but there is also a strong man behind that political spirit. Mm -hmm. but, but, uh, buddy, what's that name? Just tell me the name of the the big one. Uh, Dopus. What? Dopus. Dopus. Mm -hmm. And tell me a little bit about him. Well, I have to bring it up. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm not saying that's one. I'm saying I've got all this before the Lord. Isaiah 26, 1 through 2. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. 
Open you the gates that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust you in the Lord forever. In the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. That means the eternal strength of the Lord is in you. That you have come into eternity. That which is in you is eternal. And you're part of what God is doing in heaven. In the year 2000, I was calling ministers, ministries, saints, and sinners to repentance. I called the church to repentance. Mm -hmm. They were playing games. That they would be able to turn the battle at the gate. I wasn't very popular. (laughs) I wasn't, I got sent in to do a job. When God sends you to do your job, you set your face like flint. And you go do what God told you to do. It doesn't matter if you don't if you don't see what you're doing, you still do what God put in you to do. Yes, you would. Yes. Go ahead and read it to me. A trickery, Dolus Dolus was the personified spirit of trickery, cunning, deception, craftiness, treachery, and guile. He was the apprentice of Titan Prometheus, a companion of Soto. Um, I can't say it. Lies. His female counterpart was a pate, the spirit of deception. Okay, well, we got that working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. I need to get. I need to find out about this fellow. Okay. In the past 18 years, our nation has experienced many judgments. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, the church is arising and awakening. I said, the church is awakening. And the church is arising. Yeah. And it's been going on for a while. It, it got awakened. It, it's arising. But now it's going to be, it begin to possess. Yeah. It's going to begin to possess the kingdom that God intends for you to possess. So that when he comes again, you will be the bride will be able to present to him his kingdom yeah. on earth as it is in heaven. We're beginning to fight and not faint at every challenge Satan throws at us. We're, 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 we, when the fight comes, we accelerate. We're not weary in well-doing. We don't cry, oh, woe is me. Accelerate in the midst of the battle. Amen. The church is stronger than it was in 2000. And it's stronger than it was in 2008. The church is now fighting with, with and alongside the host of heaven. Yes, amen. We have been awakened from our slumber. It took the judgments that came upon our nation to awaken us from our slumber. It took it took to turn this election. Uh, Obama writing that thing that he was turning all of our restrooms into uh, same-sex restrooms. It took the judgments of God upon the United States of America to awaken the church out of its slumber. And for them to arise and stand along with the armies of the host of heaven to bring to fruition all that God had planned for his kingdom on earth. This will go down in history as one of my sweetest sermons. (laughs) (laughs) We were all far too comfortable. (laughs) As Christians, and we sang that song this morning, our first pledge of allegiance is to Jesus Christ, who is the Lord, my banner, Jehovah Nisa. 
Psalm 20, verse 5. We will rejoice in your salvation in the name of our God. We will set up our banners. We got a little lady up in Washington, D.C. She's gone up inside those gates and she set up a banner. She's wearing, she's wrapped up in it. She's got it wrapped around her and she's got it covering her table. I don't know if she reads my message, this message or not. Yes, she does. Yeah. She's online. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, I hope you're getting all that good loving today. I'm holding you up, girl. This church is holding me up. Amen. Jesus Christ is heaven's banner. The rallying point of all creation. John explained that. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For he that turned toward it was saved, not by what he saw, but by thee, the Savior of all. When the flag was ready to be raised at Calvary, Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. Jeremiah 50, verse 2. Declare among the nations and publish. Set up a standard. Church, I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just telling you to do my job. I not only declare it, but I publish it. Yeah, amen. Amen. Set up a standard. Publish and conceal not. Today I have called out that which is hidden. Amen. Yes, yes. Lord. Amen. Yes. Babylon is taken. Yes. Baal is confounded. Merodach is broken in pieces. Hallelujah. Her idols are confounded. Her images are broken in pieces. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. We've taken the Supreme Court back. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. We will take more. Amen. Yes. It was a terrible battle yes. to this last battle for the Supreme Court. Yes. It was bloody. Yes. Yes. In the realm of the spirit, blood was taken. It was so bad. Yes. Isaiah 31, 9. He shall pass over to his stronghold for fear, and his princes shall be afraid of the ensign, the flag says the Lord, whose fire is in Zion and his furnace in Jerusalem. Do y'all remember when I was in Israel mm -hmm. this time and I'm standing at the wall mm -hmm. and the Lord spoke to me and he said to me, Jerusalem is my furnace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Jerusalem is my You've got, for all the nations to have all that burned away, they've all got to come into agreement with God's agreement in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Until then, that is the furnace that separates out the sheep and the goats, the chaff and the wheat. That's the furnace. Jerusalem is my furnace. And that's what separates them out. Either they can come into agreement with God's covenant with Jerusalem, or they're in the furnace. That's right. Move a bird. Move a bird. I like that. I wish somebody would read the Bible. We wouldn't have as many wars. <laughs> God has been preparing his church these past many years, equipping and training his people. Be filled to overflowing with his honor and glory. God's living temple, and that would be you and I, have gone through the fires of refinement brick by brick so that we can sustain and carry the forward. Because it's the only, only the glory of God that can expel the gross darkness at work in the world today. In the year 2000, the Lord of God came in 
but the church wasn't ready to carry glory. The church was not ready to carry to carry the glory. They tried to usurp it. They tried to use it to magnify their ministry. They tried to use it to make money. Yeah. They tried to use it to build their name and their fame. Yeah. And they weren't ready to carry the glory of God. So God began to take us through the fire brick by brick. Working behind the scenes to gain power over spiritual and natural territories. Uh, controlling the world's governing system is his political spirit. The spiritual enemy manifests in the form of a false government, which is wreaked deception and destruction throughout the church and the world. It is the cunning spirit behind every corrupt governing system, and it can only be displaced by the true government of God. And the apostolic grace that the Lord is releasing <coughs> upon the church at this time, which is trying to be usurped again by everyone for fame and name and power and money, But it's not going to happen. Church is going to have to learn how to handle the apostolic government. Amen. As God establishes true apostolic government, the political spirit that has taken hold of the church will be exposed. And when you deal with God's government, you deal with the hand of the Lord. When the hand of the Lord is in operation, the false things will be exposed and rendered powerless. Positionally, we have been given every victory in Christ. Your job is to declare that victory. Not go around declaring, woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. That's right. We are to walk in that victory. We're to declare that victory. But positionally, in Christ Jesus, we have the victory. But we're only able to walk in that victory to the extent of our revelation of the authority that we have possessed and in mind and through Christ. Jesus found the strong man, took authority over him, spoiled him openly, and rendered him useless, harmless, and ineffective through the cross. Right. Having disarmed powers and principalities, he made it public spectacle of them triumphing over them. Yes. And this great warrior lives in you. Amen. And the church is going to go around mully mouth and mully mouth. I don't want to hear it. Yep. I want to. I want what to come out of your mouth. Who God says you are. And when what you say, who God says you are, then you will become it. Psalm 60, verse 4. You have given a banner to them that fear you, that it may be displayed because of the truth. Selah. That your beloved may be delivered, save with your right hand and hear me. Verses 11 through 12. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly. It is he who shall tread down our enemies. Worship team, would y'all come up and I'll sing again. Church, let's sing it like you mean it. Turn on the battle at the gate.
Did y'all know there was an assassination here on Mason? That was great. Do I know you say his name? LeBron. LeBron? Does anyone know anything about this? <coughs> they say it was really for Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Did he hurt? No. And that's why Trump didn't go to the cemetery. Oh, okay. Well, they should have with the weather. They found out about it. Warriors, hello.
McBride? Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org.